Attention, patriots. Broadcasting from the free zones, Radio Free Redoubt begins in 5, 4, 3, 2... Welcome and good Monday morning to you, patriots. This is the morning commute with JJS and Lady Liberty. Hoping you all had a blessed and restful weekend. Good morning, Lady Liberty. Well, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone out there. Welcome to Monochromatic Monday, where the truth of God is black and white. Yes, indeed. And coming back from a lovely, lovely weekend and a fantastic Saturday full of Bible study and and just hearing some awesome word. It was great. Yes. Oh yeah, my it was. Gosh. And what a blessing with the weather. I can't get over how nice the weather up here has been. Uh, and especially for Saturday, it was it was right about 74, 75 degrees. It was so wonderful. Yep, yep. We're supposed to have one more hot spell coming up this week in the middle of the week. And then it starts tapering off again. So we'll have highs in the, in the, in the 80s, low to mid 80s, which is nice. Summer weather. I know. And, uh, wow. And September is coming up this week. I know. Already. Absolutely. Unbelievable. <laughs> My wow. gosh. And yeah, and so everything seems to be, you know, as we approach September, all sorts of different things are. Yeah, the Feast of people Trumpets. People are expecting all sorts of different things to happen. And if if not you know, if not rapture this year with the Feast of Trumpets, I mean, my goodness, right? Shortly after that, we've yeah. got the elections and, um, and, and it looks like we're just going to clean house in all of the elections. And so I'm super stoked for that. Yeah. You know, I mean, if, if, if all our, our most awesome hopefuls don't happen, you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like if, if, if rapture doesn't happen this year, then you know then we still have other things to look forward to still with with the takeover of of 92% of all the Trump candidates that Trump backed do you guys realize that 92% of everybody he endorsed won their primaries and so how phenomenal is that that's right that's right i mean that's it 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 probably can't get any more hopeful than that right there well, yeah, we're we're uh, we want to be optimistic, but you know we also know that we are you know closing quickly on this chapter uh, in our world history, and so you know I think it was uh, Amir Amir Sarfati put out uh, a word basically saying uh, you know expect expect the unexpected, you know as we get closer, and the the globalists look like they could be losing control to expect these guys to do anything out of desperation. Yeah, right. You know, right. To, to create whatever type of chaos uh, that's, you know, that they need to or want to. Um, he he had sent, he had since pulled that that posting. So maybe uh, he thought, you know, it was just a, a little too heavy or maybe uh, he's trying to, you know, stay upbeat about things, which is amazing trying to do, you know, in this in this day and age. But you know it's it's true. These people are very very desperate, and it looks like a major victory for the pro Americans, for the patriots, and it would be a huge blow for the globalists. Oh, definitely. Uh, you know, and yeah. it, the same thing also with uh, what's going on in 
Israel right now. Uh, right now, they're basically kind of without a government. Their their government dissolved. They're they're going to be you know they're all several people in there are just temporary positions until they can hold elections again. You know, right when Iran is, they just finished three out of four brand new uh, missile silos and. Uh, this Biden regime is about ready to make a deal with them that's, you know, described as 10 times worse than the one from 2015. So very, very intense times, you know, that we're living in. We're just looking for our Lord's return. And uh, and, and in the meantime, you know, we want to uh, stay close to him, uh, stay very, very aware of what's going on. Like I said, eyes on Israel, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah. And, you know, and also eyes on what the Lord has called us all to do. You know, this is a Christian program. And as Christians, above all other things, we are called to spread and share the gospel. Yes. And to bring bring the lost sheep into the fold. And so when when this is the time that we all know this is the end times, and and when it says that, you know, by the seasons, you will you will be knowing to look up. Right. And so we clearly are aware that these are the times that we need to be looking up. And and so we also need to keep in mind, we need to make the last run and, and make it with as much effort and energy as we possibly can to get out there and share the gospel with people that that you know personally, maybe even people that you don't know, maybe even... Maybe even try a little bit of street ministry at least once or twice, you know, to say that just if nothing else, to be able to say to the Lord, I tried. I wasn't right. I wasn't really very good at it, but I really gave it a shot because uh because you said so, right? You know, right. you said so. And and so we're in fact we're planning to do this the very same thing. I've never done anything like any sort of street ministry myself. And and yet, the Lord talks about he he makes the difference he makes out the difference between separating the goats from the sheep, right? Right. But then there's another separation that once he separated the sheep, he separates the fat sheep from the lean sheep. And what he's referring to there between the fat sheep and the lean sheep are are the shepherds that he's placed out there to guard his flock to bring in more of the lost sheep. Right. And the fat sheep, he says, are the ones that aren't doing their job. They're just kind of sitting back, kicking back and taking it easy and doing only the easy parts. But the lean sheep are the ones that are out there going and, and reaching the difficult ones, the, yes. the difficult ones to find, the ones that are that are are not just, you know, waltzing into a church every Sunday. These are the ones that, you know, like we're talking street ministry. And and so he even says, he even says he's not happy about the fat sheep. In fact, he's he's uh, upset about the fat sheep and that he he will go out and find the lost sheep himself because the fat sheep are just being so complacent. And yeah. so like so, we often call uh, you know, pay, people that are patriotic, that love America, but don't do a thing to preserve freedom. That's right. Uh, we call those freedom freeloaders. Right. So like the Christian version of that would be a, a, a salvation, salvation freeloader. freeloader. <laughs> yes. right. the, the, fat, just, the fat sheep that is, yep. that is just 
more happy to kick back on the couch and right. you know let people come to him. And so hell so insurance check. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> and so so this week we're going to give it give it a shot for the first time. Neither you or I have ever done that. And so so we're going to attempt to help with the lean sheep effort. You know right. where we're going to go out and see if we can actually find any of those lost sheep that that uh, that God has placed his name on and he's just you know basically waiting for us to show up and minister or or share the word with them so there you go well speaking of the word yes let's do the word of the day I'm excited about what we got in store there's a lot to cover today too there oh there is gosh. and so um okay so the word of the day for monochromatic Monday comes to us from Nehemiah chapter 9, verses 32 through 38. Okay. And it reads, Now therefore, our God, the great and mighty and awesome God, who keeps covenant and mercies, do not let all the trouble seem small before you that has come upon us, our kings and our princes, our priests and our prophets, our fathers and on all your people, from the days of the kings of Assyria until this day. However, you are just in all that has befallen us, for you have dealt faithfully, but we have done wickedly. Neither our kings nor our princes, our priests nor our fathers have kept your law, nor heeded your commandments and your testimonies with which you testified against them, for they have not served you in their kingdom or in the many good things that you gave them or in the large and rich land which you set before them, nor did they turn from their wicked works. Here we are, servants today, and the land that you gave to our fathers to eat its fruit and its bounty. Here we are, servants in it, and it yields much increase to the kings you have set over us because of our sins. Also, they have dominion over our bodies and our cattle at their pleasure, and we are in great distress. And because of all this, we make a sure covenant and write it, our leaders, our Levites, and our priests seal it, and that's it. And this is um, this is a an exact reflection of where we all stand today in America, where Nehemiah chapter nine describes the Lord's like never-ending patience. They yes. um, they they trip up, and he and he brings them back to him and they trip up and they he brings them back to him over and over and over and and what is interesting about this part here is Nehemiah chapter 9 and 10 also go along with what I have in my book 444 that is according to Ezra 9 and 10 because uh Ezra and Nehemiah along with all of the people that are trying to return to the Lord. They all made a covenant with the Lord at that point That's because right. because he and they were rebuilding the wall. Yes, he had done so many good things for them, and people just kept making huge, huge problematic errors. And so they decided that they would get together with all the priests and all the uh, the kings and all of the people and make re covenant with the Lord. Yeah, and basically say basically repent and. And make a new covenant with him, where they would where they would swear to you know uphold his law and to bring the area back into order under right, him. Right. And so that's what that is all about. That um, it's 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 a great read. And so if you were to want to read 
any more of that, it's you would you would really appreciate it. Read all of Nehemiah chapter nine and chapter ten. I, I really like the book of Nehemiah. I, I've really enjoyed reading it. And you know, talking about the, making that recommitment, uh, it goes back to the, this Saturday. Uh, two two studies or teachings that we went into was the first four chapters of Revelation, which addresses the churches. Right. And each of them, he found, well, I think except for one, he, he pointed out some positive things that they were doing right, but then he said, I have these issues with you. Um, and he pointed those out so that they could repent of those so they would not have their lamp removed. Right. And... You know, the, even though there was two a church, it really applies to us as individuals because something that he described to these churches applies to each of us as individuals that we need to yeah, double check, which means something needs to change. You need to change something or you're going to have your lampstand removed. That's right. Uh, you know, so, uh, you know, I would just caution people against thinking, hey, you know, I'm saved, covered in the blood. I can pretty much anything I do now, uh, I'm in. Right. Right. Uh, well, the churches were all in too, but then God warned them, uh, you know, so you won't be blotted out and your lampstand removed if you don't change these things. Right. Very serious. And so I think as individuals, we need to check that too. And, and just, I want to encourage people also to read the first four chapters of Revelation. Oh, the, uh, yeah, definitely. Focus on the yeah. letters to the churches and then really, you know, pray, does any of this apply to me as an individual? Are these things going on inside of me? And I, I, I'm convinced that most everybody out there is going to find God speaking to them through one of those letters to the churches. Yeah, one if, if not several. Or, or many, yes. Yeah. And uh, I know that had that effect on me, so it made me really um, kind of do a gut check on several areas in yep. my life that I, I need to do course corrections on to bring closer to, to where he wants us to be. Well, exactly. And I noticed in the first one, it, to the, the letter to the first church, he described that, hey, you're doing good, you're being strong, and you know, you're, you're, you've you know, basically upheld my name, and, and you're done, you've done all that you've told, but you've lost your love. You know, you used to... Right, you, you lost your to, first love. You lost your... Yeah, you might... It was, it was kind of like he was saying, you used to have a lot more love than you do now. And and I caught myself in that because, gosh, I I used to be extremely lovable to, to just about everything. And I think having to put on the battle, you know what I mean? Yeah. Put on the battle and 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 go on the offense for the Lord right. has kind of brought about uh, a bit of a toughness that I wasn't you know, really expecting to have in my life, especially with somebody that, I mean, love comes easy to me. I, I love, love, love people. I love animals. Yeah. And, but it still kind of got me. I was like, I was like, yeah, I, I do notice a difference between how I am now and how I used to be. Right. And, you know, of course, now that more now hardened, that, now more that jaded. we're, yeah, now that we're battle wary, right. <laughs> you know, this has been 16 years worth of battling the evil and the enemy. And, yep. and it's like, yeah, that's true. It's time to, it's time to go back to, to uh, a more tender heart and yes. and rekindle what Jesus is even talking about. I mean, his he is love, and he he wants he wants you to what his commandments are to love God and to love the brother. Right. That doesn't mean you've got a hard heart and you're just going to be tough about it. No, it means right. 
rekindle your tender heart towards people, towards God. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Yep. Good message. Yep. Uh, good scripture, too. I'll put that out again. That's uh, Nehemiah. That was Nehemiah chapter 9, verses 32 through 38. All right. Got it. All right. Well, thank you. And yep, uh, praise God. We'll go ahead and take a break. Uh, this is the morning commute with JJS and Lady Liberty. Great discussion, as usual. Uh, really good stuff to talk about. And uh, this segment is brought to you by Prepping 2.0, helping to take your preps to the next level. Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher there uh, at the podcast with the website prepping2-0.com. And this is the Voice of the American Redoubt. We'll be right back right after this. Because we cannot get reelect, we cannot win this reelection. Excuse me, we can only reelect Donald Trump. <laughs> Are you prepared to defend yourself in the dark? A weapon light helps you identify and even deter threats in low light. But it can be difficult to find a secure and comfortable holster. At Works, we design and build holsters for Glock and six-hour pistols with lights. Our precision fit holsters will help you carry with confidence so you're ready to defend yourself day and night. Go to worksholsters.com. Find your gun and light in our holster finder. Select your preferred carry style and order your holster today. Welcome back. From the break, this is segment two of The Morning Commute with JJS and Lady Liberty. And segment two is brought to you by JesusAppears.com, helping you to get ready for the rapture and learning what all of that means. And you can go to to, uh, JesusAppears.com. You can also go to the Rapture Ready page at RadioFreeRedoubt.com. That's the red banner with the white lettering that says Rapture Ready on the right side. Click on that and you'll find numerous resources, uh, videos, and teachings about the rapture and uh, when the the time window, when that could come. You don't know the day or the hour or the year, but the Feast of Trumpets. It's talked about at length there. It's, uh, it's very exciting because we do have a Feast of Trumpets coming up in September, just like it always does every year. And uh, it's going to be one of those that's going to uh, that that's going to be fulfilled in Christ. So we're excited. That's and, right. Um, just looking at the world the way things are, uh, man, it's just uh, it's a very exciting time. And uh, Jesus said, "Don't be worried about these things when you see them," you know, um, and be looking up. That's right. And and just because it's it's titled "No One Knows the Day or the Hour." doesn't mean nobody will understand the signs when they start seeing them because he just right. finishes stating you guys you guys know basically when falls coming you know yes. you see the leaves start to turn he basically is making that comparison you you can see the obvious signs you know what's coming right. same as when when you know when the son of man returns we see the signs we can be looking up and so so yes it's true we don't know the exact day or the hour Nobody does, and we would never say that we do. But when you see the potential really, really increase and all the signs start kind of matching up, 
it's it's only wise to be looking up. Well, that's that's the whole thing right there is is why why do we trust and believe in God? I mean, how do we know that it's true? That's right. Really. And and that's because why why do we believe God is true and his word is true? Because prophecy. That's because right. of all the prophecy that has been fulfilled. So, uh it, Right. And so knowing that he has fulfilled everything Right. So far, except the last three feasts, those are yet to come. Right. So God's not going to leave it where all of these hundreds and hundreds of prophecies have been told and fulfilled and then leave out the last ones. They never really come true. Yeah, right. right? It's right. not going to happen. It's, 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 uh, it's going to unfold and it's going to be true and it's going to stun the whole world, just like the first time Jesus came and everybody just missed it. Well, yes, Well, some exactly. people missed it. Right. And the interesting part there is, I believe that the globalists are, they are aware of the, the story of rapture, because we're starting to see a whole lot of crazy things start to come up, like like the movie Nope, N-O-P-E, right. is, is about some farmers, some horse farmers that suddenly start seeing people taken up in the air. You know, they disappear up into the air, and of course, it, it actually ends up being a horror movie, right? Right. But we're also seeing other unusual things, like Congress setting up special uh, special committees for UFO-related events, yes. right? And and so, so the ones that don't want God to be there and don't want Jesus to be true, they're all right, but they know something's going on. And so... right. They're trying. We think we're trying. They're trying to establish a a plausible excuse and, or explanation as to what happens to all the people in the rapture. Why do they just suddenly go up in the air and they disappear? Well, here, here's one right here. Uh, AmericanMilitaryNews.com. This just came out. All right. This is this is from the, what, August 24th, last week. And there's several of these articles. In July, Congress quietly admitted that unidentified flying objects are not man-made. And that the threat is expanding, burying the startled revelations in a report added to the Intelligence Authorization Act for fiscal year 2023. The finding was first reported by Vice on Tuesday. Now, there's several outlets that are covering this, and Congress is now saying that these UFOs are not man-made, for one, and two, they're an expanding threat. So, at some point in the future... uh, the globalists are going to get their way. Antifa is going to get their way. Black right. Lives Matter is going to have their way because all these disgusting, despicable Christians are not going to be here. They're going to have the perfect world. There will be nothing restraining the evil after the rapture, right? <laughs> That's right. And so they're going to have their perfect utopia when the church is snatched out of the way. And they do not want Christ to get the credit for That's the right. disappearance That's right. of a billion plus who knows how many people suddenly disappearing. They are really ramping up. This, this is isn't this weird? Not only is everything in our headlines from drag queen story hours to transgender stuff and targeting children and all the other stuff that makes our heads spin that just three years ago we wouldn't have imagined where we'd be. That now Congress is actually stepping up the UFO narrative. Yes. Yep. Uh, so yeah, because before, I mean, they they did have they did have a, a section of the government, you know, that would be investigating any of those calls, but they were they are constantly 
you know, dismissing them, you know, finding, yeah. finding any excuse to dismiss them as, as it couldn't possibly be true. But now all of a sudden, now they're all true. And last year and the year before, they started declassifying all of these fighter pilots, bomber pilots, people that are up in the stratosphere uh, that are sighting, spotting these things and taking video of these things, Navy uh, pilots. Right, yep. Now they're interviewing them. They're getting their stories out there. Uh, and this stuff was all classified. Right. And and now it's declassified. So we're not even getting out there into like coast to coast, uh, you know, weird uh, phenomenon, supernatural type stuff. Now it's it's becoming more and more mainstream discussion. I mean, right. that one, the Microsoft or MSN MSN News and Microsoft News Network, yeah. you know, all these woke uh, outlets, they start saying this stuff. Yeah. Well, that's that's the crazy part is it. is they're all now willing to accept something so ridiculous, anything to keep from accepting God and Jesus. That's you right, know, because because that is the truth, and so they would rather accept. I mean, a whole host of of the craziest ideas and excuses I've ever heard in my whole life. And they, yep. and they think those are more plausible than God, the creator and, and Jesus, his son, whom he sent to save us. That's and right. So <laughs> strange, yeah, well, there, strange there it response. Is. In the uh, duck, duck, go search for this, uh, the keywords, uh, Congress and UFO, uh, right at the very top, msn.com Congress declaring UFOs an imminent threat, question mark. So, uh, yeah, this is really interesting times to be alive. <laughs> Watching what the world would look like and be like as Revelation is getting ready to, the stage is being set for that to all start, you know, unfolding at some point here in the near future. Right. That uh, we got a front row seat to it. Right. And, well, and, and speaking of space, we've got an interesting article here, uh, also from American Military News. It's titled, NASA's Artemis Moon Launch will be historic, and a group of blind veterans will get to witness it. Now, wait a minute. What? Huh? <laughs> First of all, uh, they're, they're, they're launching, uh, well, it's, it's, it's a moon launch, and it's called Artemis, and NASA is going to be launching this here. And, and, but the point is that they're having a group of blind veterans, and they're going to say who will get to witness it. So I just have to <laughs> kind of do a double take, like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> Why on earth would you invite the blind veterans to watch a a launch, you know? And uh, this is apparently going to be happening at Kennedy Space Center. It says, that's part of the reason why a group of 40 blind veterans are heading to Kennedy Space Center to experience the Artemis launch in person in coordination with Wisdom for the Blind and NASA. The launch wow. window begins at 833 well, this morning, actually, Monday morning, and it says the group will be able to hear it and feel the ground shake as this new rocket, which is one of the largest rockets ever built, will lift off and take the payload, said Benjamin Keeley, the co-founder of Wisdom for the Blind. So your other senses are going to take over and your brain is going to put that whole picture together. I thought that was really pretty cool. Yeah. Actually, what a what an interesting opportunity for them. They get to feel the they launch, get to feel not the witness launch. it. So. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got plenty to cover. We didn't get a chance to get to, but it's okay because it's more appropriate for Trump Tuesday and Wiffle Bat Wednesday. That's right. So we've got an exciting week ahead of us. Join us right here at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. That's right. You all have a marvelous monochromatic Monday and blessings to all of you Christian patriots out there.